vulnerability. It's very, it's very hard to be vulnerable. Uh, we live in a very complicated world in which vulnerability is it's not commonly shown. No one wants to be made to look weak. It's very hard to be vulnerable, not only for others, but for yourself sometimes. A lot of times we shell up and we create hard exteriors to make sure that we don't get hurt and that, you know, it causes a lot of problems. It's caused a lot of problems for me in particular. Oftentimes I find it very hard to just relate emotionally to others because I kind of just cut myself off from them. Even when I'm with people that I'm very close with, uh, I feel as though I'm like miles away and I don't want to be miles away. But it's just where I'm at really. I want to be present. All of my like looking into Eastern philosophy and practicing Buddhism has taught me to remain in the moment, but you know, that's a very unrealistic goal in a modern, in the modern day. There's so many bright and colorful distractions that it's just hard. And it's even hard just to say these things. Sometimes opening up to people is, complicated everyone has their own problems so no one wants to be made to feel like they're a burden onto others and you know a lot of people perceive opening up emotionally as just unloading your burdens onto people but i don't i don't think it's really as simple as that like depending on who you're talking to, yes, it would be it is problematic to unload on people that aren't willing to uh, help you out, who aren't your friends. Don't go up to strangers and just start telling them all your problems. That's a quick way to. I mean, that's just a quick way to make those people walk in the opposite direction of you. But yeah, it it's just very difficult. I've been going through a very difficult time recently. Uh, I don't know the cause of it. That's uh, how mental illness works. Uh, a lot of times things could be going very smoothly and then all of a sudden it feels like you hit a brick wall. It's just like you feel immobilized. And re recently I've been fairly immobile. And I know that things are getting better. It's just a lot of things have happened in the past few weeks that have just been emotionally draining and scary. There's a lot of new prospects on the future, in the future, that uh, you know I'm unsure of. Even this podcast, I skipped last week putting this episode out and uh currently it's 12:24 on March 22nd 2021 
and uh, this is the, should be the same day that this episode comes out. I've procrastinated to the point in which, like, I always wait till the last second to record this. It's hard. It's very hard being vulnerable and open about your mental illness and your struggles with your mental health, uh, especially when, you know, you're going through, I'm going through the, a bad time, one, and two, you know, with the way the world is right now, things feel a little stagnant, just totally. So on a week to week basis, it's like not much changes, especially recently. I just feel, I don't know, stuck. I'm over overwhelmed by things way too easily recently, and it's getting to me. It's this is this is very hard. I, part of me didn't want to record this because of the state I've been in mentally, but I feel like it's beneficial to me to get this out. Uh, this is a very important facet of mental health really is being able to be open about not only the good times that you have, but the bad times. I didn't want this podcast to, if you listen to the first handful of episodes, it was, I was trying to be positive. I was trying to maintain positivity, even when I was talking about dark subject matter but it's hard faking positivity is not right either and not to say i was faking positivity then i was certainly motivated at the, that point in time but i can't get on this mic right now and just be like everything's going to be all right cuz i'm not sure it's going to be all right part of me thinks it is but i don't know every cell in my body is telling me it's not going to be all right and I hate that I want to be positive I want to be a beacon of light that not only like I can rely on but that others can rely on and recently I feel like if somebody tried to lean on me I'd just crumble and I don't want to be like that. I want to be strong. I want to be... I want to be... Somebody that can help somebody in their dark times. Because oftentimes I've found that... Help is scarce at times. And... uh I don't want to come off as like, I don't want this to be a cry for help. This is going to be a sad episode, but I, you know, I'm working through it. I have a therapist. I still go to therapy. Uh, it makes me feel good to go to therapy. And if you're not going to therapy, please do that. It's a very good idea, but it's just, Opening yourself up to others puts you in a vulnerable position. And 
if you are opening up to people you don't trust, which I'm opening up to the entire internet, so anybody can stumble upon this, um, then it's very easy to have your weaknesses exploited. And while I've only received, you know, positivity from this podcast, you know, part of me is scared going forward, just in the future. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want, I'm, I'm scared to open up because I'm afraid that somebody might attack me, even though that's a very irrational fear to have. No one is attacking me, um, besides me, of course, um. I've been in very little actual dangerous situations in my life that I didn't bring upon myself, of course. Um, yet I still like live in fear of just anything. Just walking down the street sometimes just makes my ch chest tense and I don't know why. <laughs> I know that you know, there are bad people out there. But for the most part, the society that we live in is, you know, fairly safe. I can't say it's fully safe, obviously. There's lots of bad things happening all the time, but I don't know. I just feel scared, and I don't know why. It's just... Sorry, I, I, I'm at an actual loss for words. I know that the only way forward is through this hell of a mentality I have. This fearful mentality, the only way to get rid of it is to just work past it I guess I don't know there's no user manual for a brain especially a brain that's like suffered severe trauma and shit that's that's like getting um furniture from Ikea but imagine getting a box a table from Ikea and every time you experience trauma take a screw out of the box and throw it away and then once all you've, you've dealt with all the, that trauma, then try and put the table together. It's going to be real difficult. And that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm trying to piece, piece together the fractured pieces of my psyche into a life that I would be proud to call mine. And not to say that I don't enjoy my life. I enjoy my life more often than I don't these days. But man, the dark days really get dark. And, it's... and when you're in the shit, it seems as though there's no end in sight. But I know there is. I know that things will get better. I have a lot of 
beautiful people in my life that I'm grateful for. And that number seems to be increasing by the day, the number of people that affect not only my life, but the world around me in positive ways. One day I will know peace. One day I will know contentment. And until that day, I need to work my ass off to not only not only just make myself feel better, but I want to be able to make others feel good too. I want to make others smile even in their darkest moments. I want them, I want to, I don't know, I just want to do something good. I feel like a lot of my life I've done a lot of bad and not to say I've done anything monstrous. I've only I'm mainly guilty of just hurting feelings. But even that, I I carry around an immense guilt for. Even for things that I know no one remembers but I do. My brain has a bad habit of only remembering the mistakes that I've made and never focuses on any of the good things that I've done, any of the accomplishments that I've made. And I've made a handful. I'm not saying I, I'm like a, you know, a savant or anything, but I've certainly done a couple things that are at least interesting to, you know, Bearing your soul on a podcast uh, is not something I would recommend, honestly. This is very tough. And there are times where, even though I know that talking into this microphone is ultimately good for me and hopefully it is helping to, helping someone else in the world, this great big world of ours feel a little bit less lonely because that's frankly my goal with this. Um, but despite that, it's sometimes stressful to just open up on a microphone. There's so many things I could say that could just, I don't know. It's just once it's out there, it's out there for anyone to listen to. It's kind of scary. I've told, while I've never given like any details about my life, like, well, I've given a lot of details, but never any that can uh, really affect my life. And it's, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say anymore. That's part of the problem too. This past few weeks, it's been really tough because I've I've spent lots of times thinking about what I could say on here, and it's I've been coming up blank. Normally, you know, 
normally it's hard for me to shut up. It's hard for me to stop talking. Um, but recently it's just, it's, it's felt hard. It's been difficult to just form a single coherent thought, let alone talk for like a half hour to an hour. I'm just, I feel like I'm stretched thin, but I look back on my weeks and I'm just like, what did I even do? When I'm in the moment, I'm just like, I, I'm stressed out, overly stressed. And there's so many factors contributing to that. Mainly, you know, my job, it's very stressful. And it's been especially stressful recently. I just have so much toxicity buried inside of me that I want to get rid of. I want to detoxify myself completely. But when they're weaved into the core of just who I am as a person, it's very difficult to even begin the untangling process. I've only... Most of my interactions growing up were from toxic people or from people who were just, while they were trying their best, they just were kind of shit. I've spent (laughs) my life around manipulative people. I've spent my entire upbringing being raised by and interacting with manipulative, toxic people that as a result, it's like, it's become who I am. I used to, you know, when I was in my early 20s, I would look at my grandparents in particular. I don't know if I've talked about them on here, but my uh, grandmother is an expert at holding grudges. There are people in our family she hasn't talked to in many years specifically from because they just said something mean to her once and then she was just like well you're out of my life but (laughs) I haven't talked to her in years either for the same exact reason so an action that I used to think laughable of her that she could cut off somebody from her life for a petty reason I find myself doing the same thing repeating that cycle of that cycle of anger that my entire family seems to be trapped in I hold grudges so easily I try and let them go but it's like they're magnet they're magnetically attached to me I just I feel so much tension recently, just in my entire body, mostly in my head. And I, I'm just, I don't know. I just, it's just some pressure, some release of that pressure would be nice, but I don't know how to. 
I know how to. It's just the knowledge of how to do it and doing it are two very different things. I know there are many things in my life that I need to do that will make me feel better. I need to start, you know, it's the things that we seem, everyone knows that, you know, eating right, exercising, getting enough sleep, doing mindful things is improving, isn't, could never be a detriment to your life. But despite my knowledge of that, and despite me knowing how, like, just a year ago, I was in the best shape of my life, feeling fantastic, and now cut to this year. And while it's been a tough year for everybody, it's just, it's a little bit heartbreaking, really. Not to say I'm not in, I'm not in bad shape or anything. From by American standards, I am very, very healthy. Um, but it's when I could, when I've seen even an ounce of the potential I had back then and look at the year that I've spent squandering that potential, it just, it hurts way more than anything really. I'm not one to admit defeat so easily though. And while I am quite pessimistic on this night, um, I, I still have hope in my heart. I still believe that one day, not only will the world be, world be a little bit better, specifically in regards to, you know, the lockdown that we've been in, the societal uh, the arrested development of our society basically for the past year. Um, I think ultimately this is going to, this whole event that we've been collectively going through is going to make us a more social creature. It's going to bring us together more. We've spent so much time fighting each other the past couple of years, so divided. But I feel like once the vaccines are out and everything is opened back up, People are going to be more open to social experiences, specifically open to talking to strangers. And uh, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm very hopeful for the future, even though I'm in a very dark place in life. I still can see the light at the end of the tunnel and, and I know that I have plenty of people I can reach out to if need be. And I do on regular, regularly. I, <laughs> I annoy the crap out of my friends with phone calls often. And, uh, yeah. And it's good to know that if they have problems, they can reach out to me too. I, 
while vulnerability is a scary thing, I do think it is very valuable to be open with the ones in your in your life, your loved ones and friends. It is kind of freeing because you, they you're basically showing them the real you when you do that. You're showing them who you are without any type of protective barrier around you. It's just the raw, real you. And the people that can see that and still want to be your friend, I mean, and are willing to, you know, open up with you and be their real raw self. Those are relationships that should be cherished for as long as they last mainly. Oh boy. <laughs> I think I'm going to bring this to an end. My head's kind of starting to hurt. But thank you so much for listening to me. Uh, and I hope that, uh, whatever you happen to be going through right now, that you just stay positive. Things will get better. They typically do. And if you ever need uh, someone to talk to, don't be afraid to reach out. Uh, my social media handles are MusoLonely on Instagram and Twitter, and I also have a vegan Twitter called VeggieMuVGGIEMU. Um... I stream on Twitch two to three days a week, typically Wednesday, Friday, Saturdays. Uh, so if you ever want to catch me live, uh, go to twitch.tv slash musolonely to do that. I very much appreciate it. And uh, I typically play video games. So if you're not into nerdy stuff, just reach me on those other social media platforms. Um, if you have any thoughts, comments on the show or stories that you would like to share on the podcast, you can email me at musolonely at gmail.com. And that's all one word, of course. And yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I am grateful for any person that just takes the time to listen to this. It is truly a wonderful thing. And it brings a smile to my face for sure. Um, there's going to be a lot of stuff happening content wise in the near future. So, uh, look out for that on all my social medias and yeah, until next time, peace out.